Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. Welcome back to Busy House Happy Home. Today I have the organising lady, Karen. Karen was on our first season of um, of the podcast and I um, am thrilled that she has come back for this third season to chat all things Christmas and being organised for Christmas. So um, hi Karen, how are you? Hi Charlie, I'm very well. How about you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Now, we are in November. It is it is flying past, and before we know it, Christmas is going to be here, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And and have you done any preparation yourself? Yes, I have a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I have. So I I'm on my Christmas course, which I run every year. So that um, that helps me be organised too. But I I find the more you do in November, the more uh, December is is. Uh, absolutely I just can't agree with you more absolutely it just makes life so much easier yeah yeah it does I'm not I'm not one to get the decorations up too early no I have seen some people have already got trees up I can't actually do it till December and I think because of what I do I should actually probably be fully decorated now (laughs) I can't can't do it (laughs) I think a lot of people that we're seeing on um, Instagram, if that's kind of what you're referring yeah. to, I yeah. think a lot of them are doing it so that their content features Christmas things and they're doing a lot of preparation for that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm actually going to go for the first week in December, I think, which is yeah. a little bit earlier than I would normally. But I think it's nice, uh, especially this year. It just feels like maybe we need a little bit more glitter and sparkle. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Karen, can you share advice on on being organised for Christmas and your top tips? Oh, well, my, my top t- tips is really to have um, a list. You know, I, I just think that you have to plan and however you decide that that works best for you and also practice will make perfect. Clearly, each year you're going to get better at it. It's nice to have a little bit of a note that things that didn't work or you know but even things like storing recipes which I'm sure you do I'm sure you have it all planned out because I know that that's what you're also um, teaching but that I find really helps me for instance I've already done my Christmas cakes Um, there's five of them this year and and I did them about four weeks ago Um, amazing well done Yeah, so that kind of was a big tick for me because um, about three of those, they go off for gifts um, for people, you know, and and they expect them now. You start it, don't you? Sometimes maybe my top tip should be be careful what you start. (laughs) You've got to continue continue the tradition. Absolutely. And the cards have been written as well. So I did have some cards. I didn't buy fresh new ones. I'll probably buy some fresh new ones. Sometimes I do buy in the sale because I like a bargain, but I also make a few cards. So they kind of go over. Personal touch is really important, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think think so too. And, you know, if you can, if you can do that little bit of preparation, just the fact that I've got those things done and ready, um, that that's only two um, that I've mentioned, then 
I just feel so much lighter and and it's all about that because the pressure sometimes really does get quite overwhelming doesn't it yeah it does get overwhelming yeah it really (laughs) really does can I can we chat about um organizing like Christmas decorations and things like that yes storing them because I think that would be really helpful not for maybe right now but for people to have in their mind for after Christmas when they take everything down yeah how best do you store things well I store things in really useful boxes which you can use obviously other brands if you want the reason I do that is because they're so strong and sturdy unless you drop them from a great height they will not break they won't let you down um if you store in a garage or a barn or something like that mice and what have you are not going to get into them nor is the weather so uh, that that's how I store mine Uh, if you've got glass baubles you can buy fantastic um boxes with wonderful dividers in I actually don't have enough time in my life to <laughs> individually put all my baubles, wrap them. The glass ones, I've got some big heavy ones. Obviously, those do. But again, I use a really sturdy uh, plastic box. Which yeah, I do easy. too. And I've kept old tissue paper. Yes. Uh, I will. So we've got a huge ottoman in the room where we have our Christmas tree. And I put all the decorations I unwrap them. In fact, the children help. We all unwrap them and put them yeah. out on the ottoman. And then we hang from there. And then I do the reverse when I take everything off the tree. It goes onto the ottoman. And then I've got like really fragile things that the children have made, um, glass baubles and things like that. And then things that it doesn't matter if they're not carefully wrapped. They can just... Be, yeah, be they can just be in there. Yeah. And whatever you don't use, um, I try to make a rule. Sometimes if it's something special, I can't stick to this rule. But one rule that I like to try to work to is to uh, get rid of anything that I haven't used. So you will find yourself favoring certain things. um, And, you know, because you do it every year, you know, there's a few things that I kind of inherited from my mum that I thought oh I'll use those well actually I don't use them all so they're going to go to the um, charity shop I probably will do it after Christmas I'll see what goes up in in December and and then I have decided to kind of relinquish some of those so I I think if you can do that like any area of your house you know um, just keep refreshing Um, things do get damaged don't they or they're slightly out of fashion if you follow a colour scheme whatever you know just just let them go lots of charities will take them uh, there's a fantastic charity called creative minds that goes into um, old people's homes and mm. makes really beautiful things with them there's you know there's oh, one lovely that's a really lovely idea yeah I mean and there's um like even we have um a center up the road from us and when we moved to this house we have much lower ceilings um and my old tree because it wasn't a real tree but it was a really good um faux tree and I donated it to them for their entrance hallway which they were thrilled with so you know try and think a little bit creatively um about things that you're you're moving on um but but stacking those boxes in an area that works for you Um, if you need to throw a handful of silica gel if it's a damp area you know if you've got like a leak in a garage roof that's a good idea yeah that that's brilliant stuff and it will help with any kind of moisture yeah now can we talk about trees yes um so you mentioned a faux tree have you 
have, do you do you have a real tree? Do you have a photo tree? No, I used I used to have a real tree. So I'm very fortunate. I live pretty much in the middle of woods. Um, so I am surrounded with trees. I possibly feel I don't need to go and chop one down and have one in the house. I have a metal um, hand forged tree, which I've had for a long time. And I hang lots of things on that. For instance, um, my godmother used to live in a beautiful big house and they couldn't get all the chandelier down. But when she moved, we managed to take some of the lovely glass um, kind of dangly bits. I, I can't think what they're called, but they look, they look just like icicles. So I've got oh, lovely things like that on there that's uh really kind of something that i i just love to have i actually decorate in my garden so i've got a couple of big um kind of pine trees that are relatively oh, i'm so sorry my dog's gonna park because the postman's just come. don't worry don't worry no, <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah so I, I will kind of i will do that and now my reasoning as well i'll go on to tell you about the the reason or one of the reasons and the biggest reason that i don't have um a cut tree into the house is it is one of the most um heavily pesticide um crops that you that we have anywhere so whether they're coming in from abroad or whether they're coming in from the uk unless you get an organic one which are super super expensive and difficult to find yeah. um you know you're kind of bringing in quite a lot of pesticides into your house because they spray them because they don't yeah. want greebly things on them um so yeah that's one of my reasons behind but you said you decorate your tree out you decorate outside you decorate the trees outside in the garden Oh my, yeah, my house is uh, wow. a bit known for it, but I don't, um, I don't uh, use lights outside. I'm saying that I've just bought uh, a couple of solar um, lights, which I've just had through the summer. They'll stay out there. Yes, I have. Um, I started off with kind of like a plastic type ball, ball very, very chrome finished. Um, and I just bought a load of those. I've had them years now, honestly. Um, and I decorate quite a lot I do the um I've got like a post and rail uh you know like a oak kind of fence thing yeah. that I've um, had put in and we will decorate that this year but the hedge that was there it was deciduous so we'll see the leaves were dropping so I used to decorate all of that and I'll have probably about two or three hundred baubles on on that oh. so it yeah. looks it to me I'd rather have that um and I just have I do decorate the house, but I don't go crazy um, in in the house. And I have this very minimalist hand forged tree, like yeah. I say. Because we've always, what is a minimalist hand forged tree? It's um, it's kind of like just a uh, hand forged, but just barely. Metal. It's almost like fingers. You know, it's very oh, small. Wow. So yes, it's, it's very, it's beautiful. Um, and I've had it for, oh goodness, I must have had it 20 years now. And I just, I love its simplicity. Um, you know, the whole big kind of bushy Christmas tree thing. I guess I just moved on from that a long time ago. And yeah, no, I can understand that. So we, um, we've always had a real tree, always. Yeah. But I am thinking <laughs> of changing. Um, so we've got really good friends who live locally that grow Christmas trees. Yeah on a small scale, but they are giving it up. Oh, okay. So my Christmas tree supplier is going to be no longer and they oh. don't spray them. They are, you know, properly organic. 
fairly lovely and that's I think one reason why I don't decorate the house too early well actually Simon would kill me if I did <laughs> every year he says don't get too carried away now <laughs> he starts like that <laughs> September so um he would he would be quite cross but I am thinking about getting a really good quality faux tree yes um, and, yeah. and using that and it it being more sustainable actually well you can get some I mean the balls I think they're called balsam um is is the brand that I'm thinking of they are so amazingly real um and I mean you can pick those up I would say you know, you know with my bargain head on um get them January February yes. when it's, people are yeah. moving on rather because now's quite a pricey time to buy you might just be lucky and pick something up um you know ebay and facebook marketplace has always been a bit yeah. of a treasure trove for, for good kind of bargain stuff like that especially yeah. if people are relocating um yeah. you know yeah. it's the kind of thing that does get left behind um yeah. so yeah i mean there's lo there's lots of things are you going to get a tree from your friends this year though Is yes there... we are we are this year but i am really thinking seriously about stopping that i mean i love yeah. forage things i love bringing the outside in but for me it just doesn't sit right having all of these trees chopped down put it on no, and the whole growing thing is um it's, you know they're, they're grown to be cut and, and and I know if they're managed well um and it's a big it's a really big business isn't it but it's how they spray them um yeah. you know I, I think I might have met oh, I can't remember if I've mentioned to you before there was um another um organizer who we won't mention. <laughs> um, she actually suggested that you should cut off um, some of the pine um, needles and create a spray for your house to keep your house Ooh. smelling of pine. And I messaged her privately to say to her, are you aware that yeah. most trees are absolutely smothered in pesticide and it's really not something you should be encouraging people to be doing? Um, and, you know, I just think it's interesting how many people don't know. And, and why would you? You wouldn't. It's not something. Well, why, you, yeah. Why you would you know? think? And you and you wouldn't think you just assume that a tree is a tree um, and, and that it's going to be completely natural. But actually, you know, and again, with our food, we think the same. Um, whereas, you know, I'm very careful. We eat meat, but I buy meat from the butcher because I want to know what I'm getting. Yeah. Isn't, no, exactly. And yeah. I think that's a really good um, sort of ethos to have, isn't it? Just be thinking, you know, we're not always going to get everything right. But, you know, if you do your best, if everyone just tried a bit harder. Wow. Yeah, I'd rather have less of something, but be able to have good quality from time to time. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, no, to totally, totally agree. But the, but the whole decoration thing, you know, it it has gone a bit crazy. And of course, lights and things this year, it's going to be expensive to, um, I know, to, to plug run them, them you know. Um, yeah. so a lot of these houses that do these amazing displays, um, I know there's one that my daughter um, goes to, and it's all for charity. I mean, the house is crazy. <laughs> it really is crazy. It's up near Heathrow Airport, and I visited that, and I, I've really thought about all these people who do all this wonderful work for charity you know there's so much and locally even locally to us you know are we going to have the lights on in the high street who's paying for it? it's all those things yeah. we need to be thinking about definitely we need to be thinking about because it's just not well it's it's not sensible is it 
For this season of the podcast, we have Peachy Belts as our sponsor. Now, any of you that follow me on Instagram or YouTube know that I only wear Peachy Belts. They are just fabulous, such great quality. And the best thing about them is you can have one belt strap and you can change the buckle. It's so clever. So if you're going out in the evening, you can just put a more glitzy buckle on and off you go. And I think they make a really great gift. We have an exclusive discount code for you of Ask Charlie. And I just adore Peachy Belts. So go and take a look at their website. going to go out and forage um for some lovely pine and ivy i'm sure you could yeah, just sort of thing exactly. you can have on the mantle um, isn't it yeah so i decorate the fireplace um the mantelpiece and then i'll do a wreath for the door and then i just have little sprigs of holly on the top of each picture nice um and then i put my christmas cards on ribbons lovely onto red ribbons and I reuse the ribbons I mean those ribbons have probably been going for about 10 years currently. yeah but why not they're, if you take it out carefully and you buy good quality ribbon it will last so I literally I have these lengths of ribbon with a bow at the top and my Christmas cards just hang down and I'm not going to go too crazy I decorate above the arga because that looks yeah. really pretty yeah I've just sure. got some little battery lights I quite like the battery me you know, too just gentle fairy lights they're not too in your face they're just yes subtle and pretty so those go above the auger and I've always had a little Christmas tree in the kitchen but actually I don't know if I'm going to do that this year yeah um yeah well I kind of um to go with my metal tree I like the Scandinavian sort of Swedish reindeer the metal ones that oh you gorgeous have. yes so I have um I actually saw a couple um in a shop and they were turquoise and I've got some turquoise accents in my uh kind of newly refurbished kitchen so I'm going to um put those in the kitchen it you know like you I wasn't thinking about necessarily having anything like a tree or over the top but I thought oh no they'll look really beautiful and I've got a couple of candles to sit by them so I think that kind of pared down look it just feels I don't know lighter nicer it's not as um overwhelming it's not taking up so much of your space it's it's nice yeah I think so I mean I did I think Christmas is about actually enjoying it rather than completely and utterly exhausting yourself and the run-up to it trying yeah. to make everything look wonderful and then you're completely burnt out and it's not an enjoyable experience you know sometimes no and then there's all the taking it down you know yeah. you, you, you're yeah, the yeah. one who's gonna you know whatever you create you're going to have to kind of unravel and and yeah. get rid of or recycle or do whatever you, you're the one that's taking it all down so I think that simplistic kind of um look now I think it's something we all probably need to be trying to embrace yes definitely 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 now other top tips about being organized for Christmas so you Christmas cakes done, Christmas cards done. Do mm -hmm. you do other food in advance and freeze it? I'm a big I, fan of that. Yeah, I will do a stuffing, which is um, Adelia stuffing, which is one that can just go in the freezer. My husband really likes that one. Um, I have been actually known to, you know, I mean, you can even just buy things, you know, uh, 
you don't have, I mean, making for yourself is lovely as well, but I think that's also a pressure that lots of us put upon ourselves. I quite like the idea of having just a roll of pastry, even ready rolled, make your own if you get time, but just have one in the freezer. So if you get unexpected guests, you can yeah. throw some cheese and, you know, bits of bacon or whatever you happen to have, you know, mushrooms, any anything. Um, I have actually been mushroom picking um, in the last sort of, I don't know, four to six weeks because we were very slow. We were quite behind you because I saw you doing it a bit earlier. Um, I've dried some mushrooms, so I will be putting some of that on my pastry um, yeah. for Christmas. So, I mean, it's only a little bit because it was a bit skinny this year, wasn't it? Um, I think yeah, it was. It was. I think the weather, the weather has affected everything. Yes, no, completely. So I've kind of I've done that. Um, things like mince pies. Um, I, I like to kind of have some of those ready. I'm very fortunate my daughter makes those. So, um, but she'll she'll be doing those soon, and they'll be going in. The other thing that um, I like to do is a mince meat. Um, and I'm looking for a new recipe this year. I wasn't very happy with what I did last year. So, oh, I'll send you mine. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. yeah, but I love. I mean, we love all those kinds of all those kinds of things are just yummy, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, just, it's cold and the weather's miserable. You just want yummy, yummy deliciousness. And there are, I think there are smells of Christmas. That yes. It's only kind of right at that time of year, isn't it? To have, you know, the smell of a mince pie. Oh, yeah. It's quite it, like it's it. And then say, I do save things like lemon and orange peel. Um, I save some of that in the freezer. I like to chop it up and put it in the oven at Christmas because that actually fills the house with fragrance. Yeah. Um, so I, I rather than buying Christmas sprays and things like that, it's so natural. Just hacking. I mean, you don't even have to have them frozen, but I just save the the rinds because it works. But you could put, you know, like a chopped fresh orange and lemon um, into the oven. You know, if you're cooking other things, you know, it just makes everything lovely, doesn't oh, it? Beautiful. Yeah, we don't need all of these sprays and no fucking things. Um, no, not good. No. When I'm decluttering, it's interesting, actually, most of my clients are getting rid of candles. I think we had a, a five to six year period of just everyone was given candles weren't they um and they're all going off in the cupboards because they're they're not smelling like they should um mm. and people just they're just not wanting them yeah yeah interesting yeah. Yeah. it is interesting it, you know the different the different fads is fascinating um i i think you know the things that are really really popular and then something else that comes along yeah <laughs> I try actually just to stick to what I like and what I love rather than, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's a great, um, that's a great kind of mindset to have. I mean, you can apply that to even when you go and do your shopping, you know, you just, you know, I know it is nice sometimes to try new things, but you know, marketing is such that it wants to draw us in to, to buy all the things that we don't need, you know, yeah. it's always you know so if, if you can kind of uh, be strict with yourself um and you'll save so much money as well you know we'll probably need to have a bit more of a frugal christmas um so definitely. i know we, we are definitely we're, we're we are yeah well actually we are going away but we're not doing presents 
No, that's a good idea. So you've had a holiday instead. We're having a holiday instead. And they, they don't need anything. Um, and there's no yeah. point. There's no point buying stuff for the sake of stuff, is there? Just to have something to unwrap. You probably see a lot of that in what you do. Oh, do you know, I've got clients who haven't unwrapped from birthdays and last Christmas. Wow. Yeah, their kids wow. had so much. Um, and sadly, the culprits often tend to be grandparents. Yes. Um, I'm determined not to be that person. <laughs> now we've got my grandson. I've bought him some clothes that he absolutely needs. He's got a coat that he needs. And I'm going to put some money in his bank account. Um, because yeah, let's talk about that, Karen. Um, I used to think that giving money was, I don't know not much thought had gone into it, all the rest of it, whatever, when I was younger. But actually, my children have all got a bank account and I love it when they're given some money for a birthday or Christmas. And they're really good at saving. Yeah. And that's going to go to something, you know, sensible for the future. Yeah, at, at so whether that's or driving when... lessons yeah. or whatever it might be. Absolutely rather than just having you know a book that they're not going to read because they're not into that thing or a plastic toy or whatever actually having 10 pounds or or five pounds or whatever it is that you can give it's far you know it's not so exciting for the child but if there are lots of relatives there's no point them all giving them a present they may as well just actually put some money in a bank account yeah, no, I, I agree. Experiences, you know, that's a really nice thing to do. That I mean, you, you're, you're having a wowzer experience by all going away on holiday. Your children yeah. are of an age now where they can understand, can't they, as well, that what a lovely thing that that really is. Um, and, you know, the other thing is, like, for things like Lego and, um, you know, Brio, the, you know, those little train set things and all of that, loads of that, I mean, we declutter so much of it. I can't tell you bags and bags and bags of it, all in a pickle, the whole lot, all yeah. mixed up. Nobody knows what's what's got some boxes because everyone keeps the boxes and yeah. the instructions, but actually it's all gone into a big bag so nobody knows what goes <laughs> what's with. what. Yeah. But there are companies who buy that and you know they sort it all and you can pick really? it all up pre-loved as well. Yeah, you you can sell it by the kilo. So wow. um you know, and you can pick up on Facebook Marketplace now, honestly, is now look there for those kinds of things. You know, they're things that most children will play with. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, my, kind of my kids still play with Lego. I've got yeah. two tubs of Lego actually over there and they will they will make things. Yeah, and that's great. But a lot of people, they don't sadly they get to the point where it's in such a mess that they can't be bothered with it they'd rather buy a new box and you you know that that's the fact that's what I you know I know this um and so it's there for the picking for the people who are prepared to put in a little bit more time and effort you know to kind of make it work yeah. or do I've been saying to my to Christmas do. course you've got to get creative this year you've got to think outside the box um about presents and things because I think I think our, my generation and maybe a little bit younger, so I'm in my early 40s, have grown up with this really disposable world. 
of if you just throw it away it doesn't work you throw it away a button's ripped off you throw it away you buy another one and we've got to change that mindset Karen haven't we we've got to make do we've got to mend we've got to repair we've got to look after our things not just chuck out a whole load of lego because it's got in a mess and buy another set no (laughs) yeah but I I also think that it's going to take some people a little bit of time to um catch up if you like um there's some people interest more but there is going to come a point in everybody's life where there'll be something where they'll think oh I just can't keep you know paying out for this that and the other um but we all get there at different times and you know it's just the way way it is isn't it you know it's like everything but but that realization um yeah I I think people are seeing it I think the children you know it's the children as well it's being thrown into conversation now about being sustainable yeah there's a younger generation that's really good um, in their early 20s, I think they're really thinking about things. Much, yeah, totally. Much, much more so than we did. I mean, when I was a child, it was not a child, but I suppose in my early 20s, it was th- thrown away and just buy another one. Yeah, I mean, I do remember that when I was really young and I'd not long had my daughter. Um, I can't, I just had this washing pile. I mean, this horrifies me to tell this story, but I do tell it. Um, and I had this washing pile in a in a wicker basket thing and I it was in the spare bedroom and I opened it up and there was some clothes in there that I'd kind of forgotten that I had and I looked at them and I thought some of it she'd grown out of um and there were a couple of my tops in there and I thought I actually don't want those anymore and I just put them in a bag and off they went I can't even tell you where they went they probably went to I don't know, it would have been to the charity shop or possibly even to textile, but I don't even think I thought about it that much now. Whereas now um, I make such an effort, you know, I have a place to put any textiles or ragging or if it's donatable and, you know, my thought process is just so far away from yeah so different and I'm so happy that I would have thrown out like an item of clothing because it was, you know, not not fit to be seen out in public in the old days I would have probably thrown it away whereas now it's either cut up for dusters or shoe polishing or something like that and if there's still life in it then it goes to the charity shop um yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's exactly exactly like me and um you know there's that's such a big business in itself these days you know that whole the charity shop you know we could get into a whole that's a whole different conversation actually in one minute <laughs> I'll be off on my off on my high horse about that but um yeah I mean charity shops as well are a great place to start you know if you're decluttering before Christmas as well that's another big tip yeah. I'd say you know get rid of the things in the playroom that the children aren't playing there's people who will definitely want them um you can yep. donate them um you can you know you can kind of just don't just throw them in the bin whatever you do because there's always a little bit of profit for somebody in you yep. know our discarded stuff so yeah yep. think about i'm it. sure i've shared this again and we may have even talked about it last time but when my children were young i mean they had so much stuff they, they were given so much stuff and I would have a good cull and I'd put it in um, either the big plastic tubs or even it just in a bin bag in the garage. And if they didn't notice that it had gone, yeah, then it it went to the charity shop. 
yeah if they did notice it and they wanted it then I could go and retrieve it but that stuff would stay out there for a month and then it would go and then it goes yeah no that's great you know before a birthday or Christmas you've I like to my children had to put their toys away we had tidy up time everything had to go away because otherwise I felt that they were overwhelmed so what they had had to fit in the cupboards (laughs) yes no exactly and that's a really great tactic if you have a designated storage space then the things always have to fit in there I think it's a great idea I see so many people will buy another cupboard to house a load more plastic yeah for for what yeah 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 it's crazy it is crazy so we've got to we've got to think more about what we're gifting what we're yes 100 yeah and and book those days out you know you know if your grandparents have a think about that you know it doesn't have to be the latest whatever it happens to be um you know even if they just have one lovely thing that they really really want I think we need to go back to a pared down Christmas list and if you really feel that you want to spend x amount of money then give it to them for their futures it makes so much more sense it does make so much more sense I saw something actually I think it was on TikTok and it was Father Christmas asking children in the 50s what they would like for Christmas. I think I and saw that. Did yeah. you see it? And one little boy said he'd, he'd like a Rupert book, Rupert's yes. fair book. And another girl said that she'd like um, a sewing kit and just, you know, how things have changed, hey? Yeah, well, and also asking for one thing. Yes. You know, exactly. that was the that, that one... entire list. One child's did have quite a long list and the, the father Christmas made a point of, oh, there's a lot on your list, isn't there? <laughs> there's probably only about four things, but everybody yes. else was asking for one thing. But also when you had that one thing, when you were little, if you cast your mind back, you also thought you didn't think to ask for a similar thing again. You know, I think it was when Barbies um, were introduced and Cindy's, for instance, there was that whole thing about creating a set or a collection came along. Uh, So that was like really clever marketing. But prior to that, we wanted, like I remember when I was little, I wanted one of those big dolls, the bigger, the better, um, because I wanted one that would come up to my waist. But but once I had one, then um, I I didn't kind of ever, I don't remember as a child thinking, oh, well, I want another, a different one. I want the one with the, the blonde hair or the brunette hair or the whatever, hair, do yeah. you know? The marketing think- is so clever, isn't it? You'd have one Cindy doll. Yes. Um, and, and just change her clothes. Yeah, and I used to make the clothes. That was the other thing. <laughs> I couldn't I afford to well. buy the ones. That's I how I learned to sew. Was making dolls me clothes. too and um because my mama taught me to knit and crochet and I figured out um especially with crochet it was so much easier to kind of increase so that I could make the sleeves so like a t-shaped jumper I used to make her and then I remember getting my mum uh, to show me how to increase on the knitting and practicing and practicing uh, but determined that my Barbie doll would you know have this whatever yeah, it was clothes yeah, isn't it funny when you think back? How things have changed. <laughs> now they want the latest Xbox or Nintendo, whatever it is. And oh, yeah. And the list goes on and on. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh well, Karen, it's been it's been great chatting to you again. And I think it's 
I think this conversation is food for thought and changes aren't going to happen overnight. But actually, if we just put a bit more thought into it and, you know, this Christmas is going to be like, I think we all wanted a great Christmas where we could party, we could splurge, we could have fun, we could see who we wanted. And actually, we've got a massive financial world crisis to we deal have, with but you can we still, still have them. fun and we can still do it yes we need to think outside the box 100 that's it you can still do all of those things just maybe it will just be slightly pared down or talk to friends and one person makes one thing another yeah. makes another come together be together that's what it's all yeah. about it is and all about that we had we were supposed to go away last christmas which didn't happen because of COVID. Um, so we ended, and some friends were supposed to go away. So we got together and said, well, why don't we have Christmas together? And do you know what? It was the best Christmas we had. And they did half the food. I did half the food. And oh, we had, it was, lovely. it was so lovely and it was so much fun and it worked brilliantly. And so it is about, I think, particularly not being, you know, I will do everything, delegate and say, to that granny right can you bring the sausage rolls and to that one can you bring the brandy yeah. butter and actually everybody likes to be asked to do something and even if they don't make it but they go and buy it that's fine it doesn't matter no it it's doesn't thing for you to do yeah and and also just have what you need don't don't yeah. buy all the things the just in case stuff you know yes. um because you don't you don't need those and and a load of it will end up at the food bank or you know how many packets or packets or whatever of chocolate and different styles of biscuits you know if you have normally five switch it down to three you know choices yeah. it does you don't have to have too many choices actually are very overwhelming particularly for children that's why they all sit there and play with the cardboard box because yeah. they're overwhelmed yeah. by everything that they receive um yeah. You know, and everyone's surprised why they, they don't want to play with all these, you know, whiz-bang toys. It's just too much. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, too much food and then you have all of those leftovers. And then, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of leftover you know, Christmas mm -hmm. food that you can eat over the next few days. But you just don't want to have masses of it and then it be thrown away. Well, no, exactly. And people do get fed up of, you know, it's like you just want to go back to your normal, you want some spaghetti bolognese or something <laughs> that's not turkey stuffing and, you know, the roast. <laughs> I love roast potatoes, but there does come a point where I'm you don't like, want oh, anymore. No, How I don't. Can you reheat a roast potato? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I did, I did see something the other day with um, um, disposable uh aluminium muffin mm. trays and you can give your guests you know some leftovers to take home oh so okay like yeah. a little bit of turkey a little bit of some roast potatoes some sauce yeah. and then they can you know reheat that and have that the next day if you've got lots of leftovers and I thought that was quite a good idea actually yeah Rather well it's than not, it all not being left at your house um actually little little doggy bags yeah I do I do actually give things away even if people come over if I have a little bit too much I will say oh, would you like some so-and-so or if I've made a dessert you know if I've made a big cake for instance I don't really want to eat it all myself and I will I'm, I have no willpower whatsoever so I will often cut a piece and say 
um, to people. Oh, would you, you know, I'll, I'll give Take you this. Home. And that, yeah, and they love it. Home. Apple pies or anything. Yeah. We had a bonfire party and I had lots. I was, <laughs> I was cooking a gammon and as, as it was cooked and ready, I looked and thought, oh my goodness, you're not going to be big enough. But actually we had masses of leftover. And so the stragglers <laughs> did well to straggle because I gave them all a little parcel of ham to take home and oh. some chocolate things because I just didn't want, you know, we had enough for us to enjoy, you know, some ham sandwiches for a good few days, but I didn't yeah. need a mountain of it. And cut it really thin with gammon because yeah. it's such a, a flavoursome thing, you know, quite salty, isn't it? Yeah. It is something that goes that little bit further and you, can extend, you can extend it, can't you? Like um, carving really finely, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't need so much meat. I mean, we all need to get back to, was it like a palm size piece, they say, is yeah. kind of the healthy, whereas I think sometimes we've kind of all overindulged in that. Yeah, yeah we have. Oh, Karen, <laughs> lovely lovely chatting to you will you come back Absolutely. on again another time yes of course you can talk <laughs> about for England couldn't we <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, wishing you a very, very happy Christmas. And oh, thank, thank you, you and for you chatting today. Oh, well, I'm sure I'll catch up with you and um yeah, and have a lovely holiday, won't you? Thank you. Thank you. All right then. Bye. Bye, Bye Charlie. Bye-bye. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast, if you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that. And leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.